A church in downstate Champaign-Urbana has recently come under fire after a number of former members came forward alleging years of manipulation and mishandling of sexual misconduct. For decades, Covenant Fellowship Church has been a community for hundreds of University of Illinois students, most of them Korean-American, with many from Chicago suburbs. WBEZ's Esther Yunji Kang and Susie Ahn spent months talking to church members and survivors of abuse. Many of them posted their stories on a social media account that has caused a reckoning of sorts. Today, they bring us the stories of sexual assault survivors who sought help from the church's leaders. A warning to listeners, this report contains descriptions that some may find disturbing. When Anna Ree arrived on the University of Illinois campus in the mid-90s, she knew right away she'd find a home at Covenant Fellowship Church, also known as CFC. CFC was like amazing. It was like there was no question if you were coming from like Chicago suburbs and you were Korean or Asian that you would just go there. We're not using Ree's real name to protect her identity. Upon graduating, she found a job in Urbana and stuck around, since some of her friends were doing the same. She started hanging out with a male friend from church. One summer day, he came over to her apartment while her roommates were out. They started kissing, but things quickly spun out of control. He started, um, he was on top of me. He um, started to undo his pants, and I started freaking out. She repeatedly said no, but he wouldn't stop. She was able to push him off and run to the bathroom, where she locked herself inside until he left. Ree says she was sure he would have raped her if she hadn't been able to fight him off. A friend encouraged her to go to their pastor for guidance, Pastor Min Chung of CFC. He was sympathetic, but discouraged Ree from reporting the incident to authorities. But he said, you know, your parents are well-respected members of their church. Your father's an elder. I just feel like if they found out, they would be like devastated, you know, how people talk. Ree says Chung told her the perpetrator had a reputation for preying on other women and that the leaders would keep an eye on him. Ree trusted Chung even though he offered her no counseling or healing for her trauma. Later, a friend told her that when he confronted Chung about how to keep the perpetrator accountable. Min Chung said, I didn't want to ruin his life over this one thing. So that got me really emotional because then what was it all for? What did you do? Now I kind of almost think that nothing was done, that the whole point was that I would just shut up and it would go away. Ree is one among many former CFC members who've shared their stories of abuse and sexual assault, only to be shamed and blamed by church leaders they turn to for help. Since May of this year, former CFC members have anonymously posted their experiences on an Instagram account called Letters from Rahab. The account is run by past CFC members who are unhappy with how the church handled a particular case of sexual misconduct. But over the past few months, the account became much more than that. Ree says it was eye-opening. So I don't know how many women were affected. You know, I'm sure there's many people that didn't want to share their story I mean, I thought I was the only one. Indeed, Ree was not the only woman to go to Pastor Chung seeking counsel after being assaulted. Michelle Lin, another sexual assault survivor whose real name we're not using, says she was a sheltered Chinese-American girl from out of state when she came to U of I. She quickly joined CFC and started dating a fellow member. I think it was pretty early on when 
our relationship became sexual, but not by choice. And not knowing like what abuse looks like and being very sheltered in my childhood, I just didn't see any of the red flags. Lynn told a church Bible study leader she needed help getting out of the relationship. So the leader set up a meeting with Min Chung. Lynn says Chung agreed she should leave the relationship, but that she, in part, was responsible for what happened. The conversation wasn't at all about like, okay, here are the steps to get out of this relationship. Here's the support that you can find. It was very much like, why do you think you got into this relationship? Why do you think you're staying in for so long? She remembers asking what would happen if she got pregnant, and Chung told her matter-of-factly that she'd have to leave school. Without the help she needed to leave the relationship, things got worse. Lynn ended up getting pregnant, then having an abortion. She attempted suicide and was hospitalized. She remembers telling her boyfriend that she had told Pastor Chung about the abuse. He asked her what Chung said. She had no response. He's like, see, there's no help for you. Lynn eventually got out of the relationship and found help through a different campus ministry. That's where she realized for the first time that she'd been abused. Lynn says she's only been able to find healing after many years of therapy. Cases of sexual misconduct and their subsequent mishandling at CFC were not confined to Champaign-Urbana. In one particular case, Min Chung even took steps to cover up sexual abuse for a fellow pastor in the Chicago area. Sources say Chung offered counsel to those victims, too. But like Anna Rhee and Michelle Lin, those women were silenced and did not receive the help they needed. The recent revelation of these abuses led former members like Tina Way Smith to take action. She's connected to other CFC women through that painful common thread of sexual assault at the hands of a fellow church member. But in Smith's case, she was urged by her family to report it to the university, which led to her rapist being expelled from school. She says sexual abuse is not unique to churches, but churches should be uniquely positioned to help. When you look at an institution that is supposed to be loving, protecting, and healing congregations from all traumas, right? Um, We do need to look at, you know, our church even equipped to do this, our pastors equipped to do this. Smith has encouraged others to file complaints with the University of Illinois or to speak with an attorney. Anna Ree is telling her story now for the sake of her daughter. Ree wants her to know that if something like this happened to her, it would not be her fault. I would hope that I would be the first person that she she told and that we would report it to the authorities and pursue legal action, and then also put her in counseling therapy, 100%. I mean, look at this. I'm like 20 years out, and I still don't know if it's my fault or not. Pastor Min Chung is embroiled in his own case of sexual misconduct from nearly 20 years ago. The way he's counseled others through their experiences mirrors his own case. For years, he kept it hidden from other church leaders, congregants, and his own family. In tomorrow's story, we'll look at the church culture that contributed to the cover-up. Tina Way Smith says it starts with a lack of oversight. You see a pastor who has accumulated so much power over the years and authority and has abused his power and authority, and no one can keep him accountable. That culture of manipulation has had a stronghold on CFC. The church is trying to dig itself out from under it, but survivors still feel buried. I'm Esther Yunji Kang. And I'm Suzy On, WBEZ News.